Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. You join me at the bottom of a mountain here as I attempt to scale the highest point in Ireland to get a vantage point in the clouds to look out over our glorious nation and attempt to spot what I'm looking for, the highest pubs in Ireland. Welcome to Publin, a podcast about the culture, history and heritage of pubs at home and abroad. Okay, here I am at the highest point in all of Ireland with vantage points over Connacht, Ulster, Leinster and Munster and sure why not Wales as well. I'm looking to see if I can spot any lights on at a similar vantage point and spot the highest pubs in Ireland. There's a few that I can barely make out but it looks to be four different pubs up at a high vantage point. Jeez, the points must freeze as soon as they leave the tap. Anyway, I'm going to slide back down on my bum and then pay each of them a visit to test their credentials. Well now, I've thawed out and I'm ready to seriously delve into what the highest pubs in Ireland are and what pub can claim the highest elevation. The pubs in this episode are included solely on the basis of claims made by the pubs either today, in the past or on their behalf by others. I'd love to have the ability to write a program that would automatically sort through the pubs of Ireland and using Google Earth give a list of those at the highest elevations. But that's a task for someone with more skill with a computer than I. For now, we'll just have to rely on the written record. For symmetry's sake, I had hoped to have a pub in every province of Ireland, but sadly there is no contender from Connacht, or no pub that makes the claim, at least. The first two of our pubs are in Leinster, with the first in Wicklow, Roundwood to be exact. Kavanagh's Vartry House, or simply the Vartry House as it once was, has for decades made a bold claim in print on the side of the building, proudly proclaiming this to be the highest pub in Ireland. An article from 1962 queries if it is indeed the highest pub in Ireland and states that the claim is printed boldly on the walls of the pub. In that article, they state that the pub is at an elevation of 740 feet above sea level, but also ponder a rumour that they had heard about a higher pub on the Cork and Kerry border. An advert for the sale of the pub from the preceding year, 1961, has a photograph of the frontage of the pub with highest pub in Ireland, the claim upon it. Presumably it was easier to make this claim in the 60s when the investigative work one would have to do to find the reality of the situation was a bit harder. 
The advert reads, Situated in Roundwood, the highest village in Ireland, and on the main bus route between Dublin, 22 miles, and the popular tourist centre of Glendalough, 8 miles. Vartry House is within walking distance of many attractions, trout fishing, rough shooting, mountain climbing, and beautiful scenery. The pub was for sale for the princely fee of £2,500. So the detail of that advert might give us a clue as to the origin of the claim. If the pub exists in the highest village in Ireland, then surely it must then be the highest pub in Ireland. But perhaps not so. Using modern mapping methods, a website we found, we estimate the pub or the village of Totterbeg in Roundwood to be 735 feet above sea level. A good bit lower than the other claimants. In fairness to the on their website they state that it's the highest village pub in Ireland, which it may well be, considering the others in the field sit alone in their landscapes. Onwards, and figuratively upwards, we go. There's not too far to travel between the Vartry House and our next pub, crossing over the border from Wicklow to the Dublin Mountains. This is likely the best-known pub on the list, and would be most people's guess for highest pub in Ireland, probably because of its proximity to Dublin City, its accessibility, and its general fame. It is, of course, Johnny Fox's pub in Glencullen, high in the Dublin Mountains, overlooking Dublin City and County. The pub was established in 1798, putting it in the mix in terms of Dublin's oldest pubs, but it has also laid claim to the crown of highest pub in Ireland, with the pub's logo still bearing the text famed as the highest pub in Ireland. It is certainly the highest pub in Dublin, and Leinster for that matter, but its acknowledged place as highest pub in Ireland has come under further scrutiny in recent years. Before going into that, I can hear the avid pub lovers in the audience saying, but John, what about the Blue Light pub in Barnacula? Surely that's at a very high elevation. It has incredible views out over Dublin City, probably better views than Johnny Fox's. Well, the Blue Light, a fine pub though it is, does not make claim to being the highest pub, though it is in or around the same elevation as the Vartry House. An estimate from whatismyelevation.com puts the pub at 738 feet above sea level. That's nearly 200 feet lower than the nearby Johnny Fox's, which is credited at 924 feet, according to an Irish Times article. Although the pub makes the claim of being the highest, that's not really what it trades as or what draws in the visitors. It's billed as a destination pub that's part pub, part museum, restaurant, live music venue and whatever else you can think of. It's not necessarily a case of come to see the dizzying heights of the highest pub in Ireland. That's more of an add-on rather than their exclusive selling point. So does that mean that the pub has given up what was once thought to be their crown and accepted their place as perhaps the third highest on the island of Ireland? Certainly not. As you can see from the Vartry House's example, you must stick to your guns and perhaps slightly alter your claim. I think being the highest pub in Dublin and Leinster is probably good enough to draw people in. It's north we now must head towards the next pub on our list that gives any other pub in the country a go for their money. Before we introduce this pub, we have to set the scene with a piece of music. That's the theme tune from the 1960s American Western TV show Bonanza. I'm playing it because the name of our next pub in County Derry is called The Ponderosa, a strange name for a traditional Irish pub. I'll let the former owner of the bar explain from this article in the Belfast Telegraph. 
By the 1960s, it was a welcoming home called Bradley's, which also happened to serve drink. My dad and his father then bought it over. At that time, Bonanza was a huge television hit from the US. Set on a ranch in the Wild West called the Ponderosa, my grandfather Matt was jokingly compared to its patriarch Ben Cartwright, played by Lauren Green, while my father and his brothers apparently bore a resemblance to Cartwright's three sons. The joke stuck, and Glenn Shane's Ponderosa was born. Dad had more than 20 eventful years in a pub so remote that there was no phone or electricity. Light in those harsh winters came courtesy of a generator. He was robbed 13 times, got shot at and tied up, but it was still the happiest chapter in his life. I'm always very proud to explain my link to the Ponderosa and I'm asked two questions. How it got its name and is it really the highest pub in Ireland? The pub exists on the Glenshane Pass of the Sperren Mountains between Derry and Belfast, apparently since 1858 in a different form under the name Buchanan's before its purchase, renovation and reopening in 2014. The elevation of the pub was to be a big selling point for the new owners and to any potential customers, making it another destination pub for drinks, but also food and entertainment, much like its altitudinal competitor Johnny Fox's. The pub has a beer garden, and you can bet it's not walled in, so it gives people a panoramic view around the pass and the Sperrins for miles around. In 2020, a bar adjacent to the Ponderosa opened with the slightly more traditional name of Paddy Joe's. And just how high is this pub, and how does it compare with the Vartry House and Johnny Fox's? Well, the Belfast Telegraph makes this claim on behalf of the pub. Ordnance survey maps prove it is officially the highest pub in Ireland, sitting at 946 feet above sea level amid the Sperren Mountains, higher than the renowned Johnny Fox's in the Dublin Mountains, which has attracted millions of sightseers, including international celebrities, over the years. That would put it a mere 22 feet higher than Johnny Fox's. We might have to call in the Ordnance survey people to give us an official measurement on these pubs to settle the debate, but before we do that, there is one more pub that will have a say on just who is the highest in all of Ireland. Without as much fanfare or custom, but with more supporting evidence, a monster pub has got the title sewn up. It's seemingly acknowledged around Ireland, except perhaps by the other competing pubs in this competition. It is Creedence Top of Coombe, in an area called Kilgarvan, a short drive from Killarney in County Kerry. At 1,045 feet above sea level, this pub towers above all others in the locality and across the island of Ireland. The pub's website claims that it has been in the same family for five generations and does seem to be geared towards locals as much as it is tourists, perhaps even weighted more towards locals. From their website, you can see that local GAA teams hold meetings and celebrations here, and they also play host to darts and even sheep shearing competitions, as well as traditional music sessions. The pub was destroyed by a fire in 2012, but luckily was rebuilt and reopened in 2014 for new generations to continue on the tradition. A video about the reopening of the pub in that year from the Irish Examiner went viral because of the thick accents of the locals interviewed in the piece. I'd imagine that it's a linguist's dream to hear accents like this intact in a globalised world. I'll play a snippet from it here for you now, but audiences from abroad can rest assured that I also have very little idea what is being said in this Clip. What does the reopening of the pub uh, in Coombe mean to you? Well, it means a lot because we keep up the tradition of the singing and the music and everything like that. And we have dancing and everything. That's a good, good, good dance. Yeah. I mean, the sets them. 
tangles and gumballs and <laughs> fox traps and Wise words. The Pope is mentioned in a 1949 travelogue called Sweet Cork of Thee by Robert Gibbings. Gibbings enters the pub when it was owned by Hannah McCarthy and gives this account. Hannah claims that her pub is the highest in Ireland. It is certainly on high ground, about a thousand feet above sea level, with the Cork and Kerry boundary running almost through her kitchen. Over its door is the inscription, Seven Days, Hannah McCarthy licensed to sell spirits and be consumed in premises. As hotels go, it is a small one, not much more than a room and a half on the ground floor, with probably the same accommodation upstairs. In the smaller room below is a bar, in the larger one an open fireplace with an iron crane from which hang the usual pots for spuds or mash for the animals. There are chairs and a wooden settle for visitors. You're high up in the world, I said to Hannah as I went in. Tis only a small little step from here to heaven, she said. Tis cold today, I said. Tis colder in the winter, she replied. Pub discussions about the weather in Ireland are inescapable in any century. The book goes on to tell a story of how Hannah was attempting to make a match for some of her bachelor farmer customers, some of whom were a bit shy. So while you might not have met your partner directly in the pub, it was still a link to being set up. So that all more or less settles the debate. Four pubs went toe-to-toe and one has come out the victor. That is, unless there's some form of steward's inquiry or new mapping evidence comes to light to dispute any of these findings. I tried using multiple mapping websites to give accurate estimations of each location, but they were, to be frank, all over the shop. That's not where our story ends, however. They are the highest Irish pubs in Ireland itself, but as we all know, there's a huge diaspora of Irish pubs and bars all over the world. And it just so happens that there's Irish pubs on the highest peaks as well as in the lowest valleys. Take, for example, Paddy Flaherty's Irish pub in Cusco, Peru, which makes the claim of being the highest Irish-owned pub in the world. It stands at an elevation 11 times higher than Creedon's pub in Kerry at a whopping 11,000 feet. You'd imagine that the pints might go to your head a bit quicker in a pub like this. The pub was established in 1996 and sells a few Irish favourites, including Guinness and Jemison. Who says that stout doesn't travel well? From the photos, the pub actually looks fairly nicely furnished and does a good job at recreation from such a distance from Ireland. I suppose that's a product of it being Irish-owned. So I'm sure you've guessed that there's a reason why they've used the Proviso highest Irish-owned pub in the world. That's because there is indeed a higher Irish pub in the world, and it's simply called Irish Pub. So that might suggest that it's more trading on the crack than being an authentic reproduction. But it's the location of this pub that makes it very interesting. The pub is in Namche Bazaar in Nepal, a town right beside the base camp at the foot of Mount Everest, one of the last stops for a drink before scaling this huge mountain. The pub sits at 11,286 feet above sea level, just pipping paddies in Cusco to the title. The town boasts a population of 1,600, but this is inflated on a regular basis by Sherpas coming from Tibet for the weekly market, and of course a steady stream of hikers on the way to Everest Base Camp. Putting together an Irish bar in this location is an altogether different task to any other in the world. 
Everything from the pool table to the Guinness and Jameson and bric-a-brac on the walls has to be carried up by hand and foot from the nearby town where the supplies are flown in. We won't say too much more on these two pubs as we're hoping to do episodes on them in the future. A few weeks ago we sent postcards out to the far corners of the world to far-flung Irish bars in the hope that they would get back to us and we could have a chat on the podcast. One such bar has gotten back to us and we'll be doing an episode about them in the coming weeks so stay tuned for more of that. A few weeks ago, we did a podcast on touching the door of every pub in Dublin in one day. That was a bit of an odyssey. But here's another pub challenge that might be a bit of fun for some enterprising individuals. The objective would be to visit and have a pint in each of the four highest pubs in Ireland in one day. The four peaks, if you will. Of course, you would need a willing driver to help you in this task. Maybe a teetotaler or just someone with the good resolve not to drink when the temptation is there. If you were to start your trip on Dame Street in Dublin city centre at 9 30am, your first stop would be Johnny Fox's in the Dublin Mountains, driving for 185 kilometres, arriving just before their opening at 10am, an early first drink. Let's say each visit takes an hour to take in the pint and the ambience of the pub. So we set off at 11am for the nearby Vartry House in Wicklow, travelling 228 kilometres and arriving at 11.22am. At 12.22 we set off on the 328 kilometre drive to Kerry, arriving 3 hours and 8 minutes later at 3.30pm. After enjoying a creamy mountain pint there, you set off on the final leg of the journey, a mere 559 kilometres northwards, driving for 5 hours and 35 minutes straight, arriving at 10.05pm and finishing your pint just after. 11pm. And that's it. You're done. Well, I, I didn't include getting home, so you'd have to factor that in too. No bother to you, or the driver at that stage, I'm sure. So, who's up for it? There we have it. Four pubs in Ireland and two outside, all at high elevations, all serving Irish staples and being a home to the local community and a temporary home to tourists and weary travellers. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Publin Podcast. That's it for this week, but I've got a slate of new episodes on the way that I think you'll really enjoy. If you were to rate, share, or subscribe to the podcast, it would be a big boost for us. You can get in touch with me, John, via publinie at gmail.com with any comments, queries, or memories of pubs you might have. Thanks again, and as always, sláinte. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.